you're listening to the Girl Talk podcast brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. We're glad you're here. My name is Carol. Hey, I'm Trisha. And I'm Kelly. And today I want to start by telling you a story. I don't know about you guys, but when I was growing up and coming along as a teenager, you didn't really have the talk with your parents. Did y'all have the talk with your parents? I had the talk with my mom, and I, it was traumatizing. <laughs> I still okay, remember so where I was. We had these books, and it was called something like The Life Cycle or something like that. Mm. And, and I remember the talk consisted of my mom handing me those books. Me with going pictures? Like, well, they did have oh pictures. My. Was it brown? Yeah. Did it have a brown cover? No, I think it was red oh. and white. Oh, okay. But anyway, that was brown. That was the um, extent of the conversation that we needed to have about sex. Mm. Um, And so we're going to be talking about that today. So if you got, you know, little ears near, we're not going to say anything graphic, but we're going to talk about what our children's purity means to us and what that looks like as far as a parent goes, because sometimes that's hard to navigate. We don't know. And I know both of you have boys. And I have a girl, so it's we're we're gonna get hit at it from all perspectives today, and kind of give you some some practical tools that you can take away from this podcast and use as you um, raise your kids, or as you have influence over children that may or may not their parents may or may not have that conversation. I will say this: they're going to find out their information from somewhere. Amen. That's very true. And. As a parent, I can remember years ago having a conversation with um, one of my mentors, and she said that very thing. She was like, they're going to find it out from somewhere, so why not make it a topic of conversation? And once you get over the hump of that being uncomfortable, I think it makes conversations about that easier as they come. Because the the problem is that everybody has um, a screen in their pocket this day and time, and there are all sorts of ideas and beliefs about sexual behavior and how you should um, treat your sexual behavior and how you should, you know, uh, those desires and those kind of things. And so the dangerous thing is to say nothing. If you're saying nothing, stop doing that. <laughs> and and <clears throat> saying something quicker rather than later is yeah. becoming more and yes. more important. <clears throat> it used to be you didn't have to do it until they were maybe teenagers, they're right. learning right. and hearing things so much earlier these days. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget the first time that my son asked me the questions. We're uh-huh. sitting in a, a restaurant. And, um, he, <laughs> Dinner topic. We're sitting in a restaurant. <laughs> was it just you or was no, your husband there? me and my husband. And my okay. husband's a nurse. And so what does he do but um, go to the internet and find <laughs> anatomically correct of pictures. Yes. And so we're sitting in the restaurant showing pictures. Okay. Talking about sex. Good. Awkward. He was, but he was. Medical pictures? He was probably eight or nine. Really? Yeah. And yeah. see, they I. are starting to ask questions yeah. way early. I, I will. I'm, I waited a little bit late, I feel like, because I feel like she already had some information when we finally mm-hmm. did get around to it. But it, I mean, it's just one of those things that you're like, oh, we'll do it later. We'll do it later. We'll do it later. And you are right. The earlier that you start the conversation, the better it is. It's so bad now at my house that whenever. You know, maybe at church, maybe we have a youth pastor that will speak on sex or something, you know, in in the context of a sermon. We'll get in the car after and she go, Mom, we do not need to talk about sex again today. You know, I think she's just like over it. You uh, and the answer is, that's good. Yes, we do yes, need to we talk do. about it again. Absolutely. Every single time the conversation comes up, we talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it is going to be awkward. It's going to be uncomfortable. But I will say, 
it is worth it to have the conversation and to be awkward and uncomfortable because why are you giggling? Just think it. Well, number one, you traumatized me by thinking about when my mother told me that. I'm sorry. <laughs> when I was, we were in the car and I remember the exact street we were on. And when I drive by it, I, I still gonna go. Oh, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. That's the sex the street. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Let's take a different route. But it was uh, it was trauma. But yeah. I was really glad she did tell right. me. And at that point, I didn't know. But right. I do remember. It wasn't long after that. I was in school, maybe seventh or eighth grade, and someone was passing around a magazine right. that did not highlight the appropriate ways, but sure. it was a bad magazine. You know, right. they're passing around in computer lab right. when I was young. But it, it really, but you made me think about the like just jumping right in. It made me think about getting into a pool. Mm-hmm. You know, the best way to get in a pool, Dive jump right in. in. Yeah. yeah, don't be sticking a toe in. Just jump in. We tried doing this with our boys because we realized we had, number one, waited too late with our older son, so we wanted to get a jump on it with our younger son. So one day, we decided, David and I had both decided we were going to do this. This was the plan, and we'd prayed about it. It was a Tuesday night, and we were having tacos, and I'm like, okay, (laughs) we're going to have Sex Talk Tuesday. (laughs) I love it. Tacos were spit around the the table. (laughs) But we just... We just did it like that because yeah. there was no Something better fun. way of doing mm-hmm. it. And so everyone was like shocked. Yeah. But then once, like you said, once you just open it up, you just can start to talk about it and yeah. just might as well jump in and get it going. Well, and I will say I, I years ago heard about a resource from Family Life Today, and I would strongly encourage you to get this resource because for us, it was really, really helpful because what it does is it takes the heavy lifting off of you as a parent mm. and puts it on somebody else who they don't know. And now you listen to it together. It's a series of um, you can do it over a weekend. They suggest you go away and do it over a weekend. But if you can't do that, you can do it as just as easily at home. But it has craft projects that you do that where it where you actually not not sex craft I'm, projects. No, no, like projects like one of them is um, without giving too much away, they ask you to purchase two puzzles. One puzzle is real simple, like a, a preschooler's puzzle. The other one has a lot of pieces, and you take out one puzzle. So mm-hmm. you get a puzzle, and your kid gets a puzzle, and you get you say, okay, we're going to see who can put these together the fastest. Well, automatically, it's unfair because you have like six pieces of your puzzle, and your kid has 200. You know, And so they see the unfairness in that. And it talks about how you can't complete the puzzle with mm-hmm. a piece missing. Mm-hmm. And, it, and they go into talking about um, conversations about sex and what God says about sex. Mm-hmm. And if you miss any piece of that, the puzzle's going to look incomplete. And so if they already know things, they might have an mm-hmm. incomplete understanding oh, of what, you know, sexual behavior looks like as a believer. And um, it, it, it automatically levels the playing ground when you know what God's stance on sex and marriage and and family is um, because you can look at what the world is saying and compare it to that instead of the other way around, just getting pieces, bits and pieces here and there and trying to put your own puzzle together. So there are projects like that that you do as a family that um, help, you know, really put down stakes is what I would call it Mm -hmm. in the ground for your kids to kind of like process through. And then at the end, they suggest that you give them a gift. I got my daughter a purity ring, which um, years ago, that was a big thing. True Love Weights right. was was an organization that that um, 
did the purity rings and everything. And that, and that wasn't necessarily why I chose it, but I wanted her to have some kind of visual reminder because she's like me. She's very much a visual learner. And every time she sees that ring, she remembers that as a believer, our promise to God is to keep ourselves pure until marriage. <clears throat> and I wanted her to be reminded of that. So I would greatly suggest uh, just go online, Google. We'll put it in the show notes to Family Life Today, and there's a whole section. There are... Um, audio pieces that you listen to, um, and they're not really graphic in nature, but they do explain things and they do talk about things in a way that is God-honoring, and they walk you through those steps, and then you, you listen to that together, and then they have a series of questions that you work through after that. And and I will say, when we were going through it, she didn't really have all that much to say because her face just was glowing red and she was sweating the whole time, you know, because that's what yeah. we do. Yeah. But after the fact, there were some good conversations about things that we talked about in that weekend of time together. Mm-hmm. And you um, have that reference point from yeah, out forevermore. Sure. Yeah. But it does it does help those conversations be a little less awkward. And it don't expect your kids to like, you know, after the weekend is over to like talk about because they 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 ask the kids at the end to sign a purity covenant. And they encourage you to have conversations about what purity looks like for you, because, I mean, we could talk with this could be a whole nother podcast that, you know, kids purity. I mean, some agree that they're not going to kiss that they're not going to hold hands, that they're going to save all of that for marriage. And that is, you know, some of the decisions you have to talk through and and pray through and ask about because that's different for everybody. So there are a lot of good tools from that resource that I would highly encourage you. They've also got one called, I think it's Passport to Identity, that goes through who you are in Christ that's for older children. We haven't been through that one yet. Um, but I want to do that, and I think it's kind of the same format to kind of help you understand who you are in Christ. So those are good resources that I've come across. Yeah, I've, I've got one of those on my shelf at home. I'm not sure right. if it's Passport to Purity or Passport to Identity, but actually uh, won it as a, it was a giveaway that the station was doing oh, know, really? five or six years ago, and before Bef- I, long before, before I joined yeah. the station. And um, it was the first time I ever walked on the campus. Wow. So I, I came hey. to pick up that resource. So it's been sitting on my shelf waiting for uh, Will to get old enough for us <laughs> to go have a weekend. Well, yeah, for his dad to go have a weekend with him. Right, yeah. Guys, I I want to talk about those of us who feel like we've missed the boat. Like that, yeah. I love that resource. And I wish I could go back in time, but I can't. And I I feel like our culture is so... It's just so opposite from God's way it right is. now. Yes, it is. One way I kind of, you can get a, a feel of what the c- culture is like, which is good for those of us who have a lot of friends who have the same belief system and maybe go to the same church. And we, we get an idea of what life is like. But when you look at commercials, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. you'll see what the culture is saying and what the culture is promoting. And now... There is no purity, right? There's no purity for Feels kids. Feels good doing, yeah. Uh, there's, there's, there's all sort of people. You can tell on the commercials that they're not married and they're living together, or yeah. that the kids somebody stayed over. And I mean, right. these are commercials that are played on the television. And so the message that our kids are getting is, forget all that, you know, go for it. And and it's just, I feel like so much. I've missed the boat, and I know, I know for sure, someone showed my son um, a some bad stuff yeah and it rocked him and has stayed with him and we have had to deal with that because we hadn't had any sort of a conversation before that happened so that was his first 
interaction with anything sexual was in a in a in a deviant way, in a non God honoring way. And so his first understanding of sex was that. Uh-huh. And we're having to backpedal, trying to relearn, trying to teach. And kids are stimulated, even if they don't like it. Right. You see something like that, and we're hardwired right. to have a reaction in our bodies, right. which makes your kids think, I must I like, like that. that. Right. Yeah. That must be <clears throat> yeah. like me. But it's not true. It's so, just that. So let's go back to what you first said. Like, I've missed the boat because I know a lot of people feel that way. And I, I mean, honestly, if, if I'm 100 percent honest, I think we all in some way in this conversation feel like we missed the boat. Absolutely. Um, so I will say, rewind on the clock. There is no such thing as missing the boat. You're going to be their parent forever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So wherever you are, start today. And I will say that one of the things that I have tried to do, and I don't do it perfectly, and I don't ever want you to hear that when I make a suggestion, I am getting it right all the time because that is absolutely false. I am a sinner. I am probably the worst example you can follow. (laughs) But I will say this. I've tried to bring, because one of the things that I have always been struck by is I I want God to be a part of every conversation that we have. And I'm, I'm not talking about having an altar call when you're cutting up a cantaloupe. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> but I'm talking about I want I want my kid to understand that God is not something we do on the weekends. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, when we show up at worship on Sunday morning, it should be um, a celebration of how we've seen him all week long. Mm-hmm. So I want to try to incorporate this into everyday conversations. So when we're watching a movie and something comes on that is contrary to what we or what I believe as a as a Christian, I try to make it a point to start a conversation about that. Mm. Now, do eyes get rolled? They absolutely do. They absolutely do. I mean, does she go, oh, this again? You know, yeah, she absolutely does. Like, it, what do you say? So, like so if, if there is a scene of two people, let's say, and they're getting intimate, mm-hmm. you know, um, now we don't make a point of watching those kind of movies in our house, but you're like you say, if it's a commercial, it's PG you know, these days, yeah, they, exactly, they might just allude to it and it so, pops up before you even realize it's yeah. coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if that happens, I will say something like, you know what, God has set some very some standards for us and he provides those as guardrails you know when you are riding down the road what is a guardrail for and she'll say to stay inside the road you know (laughs) something like that and I'm like exactly Mm -hmm. that is the whole point of a of a guardrails to keep you on the road and that's what God has provided for us in his word he set up guardrails Mm -hmm. that kind of keep us on the road to tell us so that we don't go careening off into some crazy thing is is that um is that gonna work every time does that is that the conversation that happens every time no it's not but I try to incorporate that kind of conversation into everyday language so that when something comes up like even now I mean it doesn't have to be anything but I'll start to say something you go I know that's not what we believe well, that's good. That's <laughs> you know good. And, but I, I, I want that to be a part of her process mm-hmm. Because I know for me, I can just as easily, because I'm a very visual person, and I can just as easily, and I remember when I first had a child, when I, when Ella was really small and first had the baby, like I couldn't believe the stuff that was on TV. 
Like, it's like when I gave birth, all of a sudden I was more sensitive to that kind of stuff. And I was like, turn this mess off, you know? And I think the thing that you're raising, too, that both of you have said is that the world is sending us messages constantly about a worldview that is not biblical. Right. That we have to counteract that with constant messaging about what the Bible says, what God says about purity, what God says about all all the things, like you said, with just making God part of the conversation of every every step we take. Right. Because we have to. Otherwise, the world is going to take over the messages that our kids hear. Right. And I will say this, too. Here's another thing that I think comes up. Because when you start to talk to your kid about purity, the question is going to come, well, how did you do in that? <laughs> and that's a hard conversation for somebody to have. I'm so glad that conversation has not happened in my house yet. Right. But here's the thing you have to and and I here's the thing that I will say to you if if you were not if you did not enter into marriage sexually pure um there's forgiveness and grace for that. Amen. And kids need to see that as much as they need to see yes I did save myself from here. I mean there there are we all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Every single one of us. How we handle our kids making mistakes right. is that's that is the number one thing. Number one thing, because we are showing them Christ. Well, I have said all along that I feel like that's my job in parenting is not to teach her how to do things right, but to teach her how to fall and get back up, Mm -hmm. that it's okay to mess up. I'm not good at that either because she says, like, you expect me to be perfect, and that's not it at all. Mm -hmm. But I think that is the point of parenting. And in this case, you have to bring, and I think it's a teachable moment, too, for you to say, if, if if you haven't been sexually pure, to say, and here's why I want this for you. Right. right. Absolutely. I know what it feels like to go off the guardrails. Oh, yeah. And I don't, exactly. want, I don't want that for you. Right. right. There are constant ramifications for mm. me. There is forgiveness. So, so true. But there are constant ramifications and consequences yeah. from that. That particular mistake. Yeah, absolutely. But do not, do not hear right now condemnation nope. or shame or any of that because... Jesus died on the cross for every single one of our mistakes, be it sexual, be it pride, Mm -hmm. be it, you Mm -hmm. know, gluttony, whatever the sin is, Mm -hmm. um, we all need a Savior. And no Mm -hmm. sin is worse than any other sin. So hear that. But the other thing I will say, too, is that it's important that you have these conversations with your kids. But maybe, and this was kind of my situation, too, I had to do some heart work before I was ready to have that conversation. Because you're going to be, um, it's going to be uncomfortable. And whatever, um, is this even a term? I'm making it a term right now. Whatever sexual baggage you have, mm-hmm. be it, you know, having sex before marriage or being exposed. I mean, a lot of people are exposed to pornography at young ages mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And it's not just guys. It used to be a guy thing. It's not just mm-hmm. guys anymore. It's um, girls as well. So whatever your sexual baggage is, you're going to have to deal with that before you really feel like you can have a um, a conversation with with your kids. Yeah, so, that's true. I don't know. That's just what, something I wanted to throw out there. That's right on. That's but don't right on. don't also don't let dealing with your own baggage keep you from having the conversation mm-hmm. with right. your kids because right. you still have to have the conversations right. and teach them God's truth for sex and marriage and purity. So true. So true. So I think we've come to the conclusion that we start right here where we are right now. Yeah. Right. Today is a good day. And I don't mean just go into your kid's room and go, okay, we're going to 
to talk about sex. I That's did that. <laughs> I did Tuesday night sex talk. But, exactly. hey, <laughs> but anything with tacos, I could, you know, endure because tacos <laughs> are my love language. Make those talks easier. Yes, they do. <laughs> but start right here. Start where you are. Reach out to the folks at Family Life. Reach out to us. We'd love to provide you with resources and things that will help you. Um, and pray for you. And pray for you as well, as well, because it's never too late to start, no matter where you are in your parenting journey. And you also, if you don't have kids and you're like, I, this doesn't really apply to me, that's not true. Because you have kids under your influence. Right. And I'm not saying, you know, override what their parents say, but I will say that you listen to a kid long enough, this topic will come up in some way, shape or form. It might not be overt, but it will come up. And you may have more influence as a non-parent over a child than even the parent could in this realm. I've thought a lot about maybe talking with girls that are um, a little bit younger and Mm -hmm. sharing some of my experience in my past and what I would have done differently to avoid pitfalls for them. Um, I'm not their their mom. I I don't have girls, but I feel like I could talk to a girl and, and tell her, here's why I made my mistakes. Here's how you can avoid those mistakes. And here's why you're going to be so happy you did. Right. And I'm not their parent. So, but, but so you could do that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And start right here, start right now. And if it means you have to do some work on your end, be willing to do that because your kids are worth it. And that is a place God wants to heal for you as well. That is where I want you to land today. We've, we've, uh, uh, had a lot of good resources for you, but don't hesitate. You can always get in touch. You can email us at girltalk at thelightfm.org. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you on the Facebook page if you want to send us a message. We want to say a great big thank you to our friends at Fox Toyota for being a part of this season of the Girl Talk podcast. We could not do it without their help. So thank you for being here, and we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the Girl Talk podcast.